today, Ketanji Brown Jackson endures another day of not answering very simple questions. And is the GOP actually going to make moves now that the Democrats are losing voters left and right? I'll let you be the judge. Uh, we've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy hump day. Uh, you know what? Hump day. I feel like it's very appropriate for hump day that we have Chad Prather on the show. It's messed up, but amazingly accurate. Most of the Chad Prather show. Uh, author, jack of all trades, am, am I Crazy is the book. Make sure that you have it. If my new songs yes. are coming out uh, right. this week. Uh, it, it should be uh, by uh, I Want to Be a Woman and Compete. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that one. That's going to be available everywhere tomorrow. And then, of course, my um, our other one, um, I, I Can't Afford That Stuff. Yes. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> be out Friday. I love it. I love it. So make sure <laughs> Hits, to baby. make sure to look for those. Yeah. Uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Um, I thanks for being here, guys. It's yeah. you guys are both wearing hats. So it's weird. It's <laughs> what we do. That's, See, that's, that's a good I feel thing. Like I didn't get the hat memo, but that's fine. See, like that's you would have. one of the bad things about me using keeps is that now I have bad hair days. So, not to throw the hat on. Yeah, Jason, what, he was complaining about, like, I woke up and my hair was all messed up here and I couldn't get it right, so I just put on a hat. Uh, you're welcome. Well, yes. Keep says you're welcome. Yes. Uh, all right, so Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, of course, we have been covering this. We talked about it yesterday, gentlemen. Uh, we went over the answers that she gave to the questioning on why she always gave the minimum sentencing uh, to child porn uh, distributors, people who ended up with child porn. And she gave these like very odd answers that I guess like because it's so accessible now, it somehow makes the crime uh, less severe. It's just a very, very bizarre moment. But there were a couple moments that uh, we didn't get to because as of the time of the taping they hadn't occurred yet but I want to get your thoughts on not just these but also all of the question all of the questioning that has been uh, asked and taken place so a couple bizarre moments yesterday when uh, one when Senator Marsha Blackburn uh, asked Jackson to define the word woman um, she can't do it well I mean she's not an expert so let's watch that uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. Of I sometimes <sighs> I look out the window. It seems very bright. There's a big object in the sky. It appears yellow. I, I don't know because if I look at it, I might go blind. But I couldn't tell you if it was sunny because I'm not a meteorologist. Yeah, I have these uh, four-legged things that run around my house mm -hmm. and I don't know what, how to define them uh, because I'm not a veterinarian. Yeah. So, I, you know, I live in a structure 
which I don't really know what to call it because I'm not a carpenter. These are all these like hard is, issues that we're facing these days. For the last couple of years, hasn't it? You're so hard. <laughs> so hard. Um, and I know gender is just a societal construct. Let's be clear. We don't want to confuse gender with sex. Uh, so we've been told that people can identify their own genders. They can identify their own pronouns. They can. you got to have a glossary to identify people these days because everybody has a definition of who they are, right? So so I thought that the woke left, that was what they were all about, is being able to define everybody. I'm a white heterosexual Christian conservative male that wears a cowboy hat and drives a truck. I, I'm public enemy number one. You have no problem <laughs> defining me yeah. and telling me what a bigot, misogynist, you know, whatever that I am. I just wrote a song called I Want to Be a Woman and Compete. Apparently I'm a transphobe too. I'm all of you. You have no problem defining me all day, every day. Right. So again, she's married to a surgeon who I'm sure identifies if a person is a male or a female before he operates on I them. I sure would hope so. She has two daughters, so I'm pretty sure when they, when or if they got their period, she was able to navigate with them through that process. You know why? Because they're women. So, yeah. Uh, how, but let me ask this thing. That it, is transphobic. It, it Maybe. I'm told men get periods, too. Where do they bleed from? <laughs> What are they bleeding from? They should probably go to the doctor. Where do you stick the speculum? Okay. Uh, I, here's the thing. Here's here. Somebody said to me on Twitter. They said, "Well, it's a dumb question. Why would they ask such an asinine question?" Well, how can a Supreme Court justice interpret the law? Mm -hmm. Let's say around the Nineteenth Amendment, mm -hmm. women's suffrage. You can't define a woman. How are you going to defend her right to vote? It's a legal issue. How are you going to deal with issues of, of, of rape or, or actual misogyny? How, how are you going to deal with any of those things? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's funny because I saw a lot of that as well. A lot of people who were just saying, well, that doesn't have anything to do with her job. And it's like, actually, it does when you guys are trying to make transgender issues the civil rights movement now. I yeah. mean, that's that's all that we're it, hearing about. You don't think that, that she's going to need to know what the definition of if, a male and a female are? If you had asked her to define a person of color, I bet she'd have sat there for 30 minutes. <laughs> right? But you know yeah. the melanin of your skin is far less genetic makeup than what your gender is. Right. Okay? You, the, the, the sex of a human being, they, they can dig up a thousand-year-old body, look at the bones, and tell you if it's a man or a woman. Yeah. The, the ridiculous irony is she's, she can't answer the question, and that's the fundamental reason why she's sitting in that chair getting grilled by the senators, because she's two things, a woman of, a person of color but how do we and know a she woman. Is? That's a great yeah, how do we know like, she's either one? You can't define it. <laughs> so stupid. Maybe Joe's not point. getting what he promised. Yeah. And, and, to, and to your point, Sarah, these are important questions, because that is what's leading the left agenda right now. Mm -hmm. And it's, and more than that, it's the far left. And my point on that is she's right. trying desperately right now to hide the fact that she's far left, yeah. and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to piss off the people that would be considered <laughs> yeah. in her base. She, she brings up her religion, she, right? Which we'll get into yeah, with the the pro life question, right? There, yeah, I think there was even more pro life questions mm -hmm. today. Those are, I mean. Those are very important. They're talking about, I think, was it, was it Lindsey Graham today? I can't remember who it was. Asked her if, um, if a fetus can feel pain at 20 weeks. And again, she just said, I don't know. So the things that she no. doesn't, yeah, so, so th those are fundamental. Like we're talking about abortion issues. We're talking about gender issues, which shouldn't even be an issue, right? right. right? But they're going to make it an issue in some way. And it, those uh, issues will eventually get to the Supreme Court. <laughs> See, and, 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 and so that's the problem is that in uh, her full answer, when she was asked about, you know, can you define what a woman is? She said, as, in my work as a judge, what I do is address disputes. If there is a dispute about a definition, people make arguments and I look at the law and I decide. It's like, 
No, because you're giving some sort of theory that you can have, this person can have their truth and this person can have their truth and she's supposed to look at both people's uh, arguments over their truths and figure out which one, like, there are some things that are just as black and white. Yeah, and, and that's not her job, is right. to settle disputes. Your right. job is to interpret the, the so law. Like, I almost cussed. No the Constitution of the United States, no that's your job. If, uh, I, I, sh I, I was about to say there's no dispute over what the definition of a woman is, but, but that's the entire problem. There is apparently dis a dispute about it. It's just that there is a specific definition for it, and it shouldn't be in dispute at all, so I, it's I, just odd. I so wished I was had a mic leading into Blackburn's uh, ear on that because there was like basically no follow-up questions yeah. of any substance. Oh, she yeah. should have hammered it. Mean, oh, she should have hammered it. She should have followed it up with, "Do you consider yourself a right, woman?" Right. Oh, you do. Right. Why? What oh, makes you a woman? Is it feelings? Mm -hmm. Then what other science is based off of feelings? Climate, right. climate science, <laughs> <Right>. COVID, <laughs> lockdown science. Is right. that based off of feelings? Yeah. What it's else so of your right. science is based off feelings? So I want to get into. I wish I thought of that. Come on, man. <laughs> get in into the, you alluded to it earlier, Jason, the, the pro-life aspect of this, which, as you pointed out, is a very important question to be asking uh, any so sort of Supreme Court nominee. Especially so a black one. Here is a Senator John Kennedy who uh, is asking her, when does life begin? And again, she just doesn't seem to know anything about anything, yet we're apparently talking about putting her in the highest court of the land. Watch. When does life begin, in your opinion? He's so weird. I know. <laughs> Senator. I love him. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ma'am? I don't know. Do you have I, a I belief? I have um, personal, religious, and otherwise beliefs that have nothing to do with the law in terms of when life begins. Do you, do you have a personal belief, though, about when life begins? I have a religious view. Religious belief. That I set aside when I am ruling on cases. Oh, well, I guess you would have to set that religious view aside if you were going to uh, continue you know, <sighs> enabling the murdering of babies. I guess oh. you would have to set that aside. This, this is amazing because she's, she's admitting that she believes life begins at conception. That's right. what she's believing right there. That's what she's saying right there. But in some twisted way, she's saying that doesn't matter under the law. <laughs> so under the law, what that means is life begins at conception. That means abortion is murder. Mm -hmm. And that's what she doesn't have the balls to say. Because again, she's a far leftist. She wants right. to appease those people. That's amazing right there. What if the question would have been, do you believe that black people have full rights in the United States of America under the law? I don't know. Uh, are you saying that, that black people aren't fully human or fully citizens? Because again, you take it back to, to take it back to those barbaric slave times, right? You, that was the debate that was going on whether this was a full human being. You know, don't forget that Darwin's book Origin of the Species was preservation of the favored races for life, right? The favored races. So, so now this is the new evolutionary theory, right? That we're not dealing with fully alive human beings because they're in the womb. Now, if you had applied her logic back to the slavery issue or blacks in America, if you change that narrative and use her same answers, because that was the debate in those days, then you, you've got a real nefarious plot going on here. Um, when, when more black children are aborted in New York City than are born, that's targeting 
the black community. When 80 Just like to Margaret 80, Sanger wanted. That's what Margaret Sanger wanted. It was when set she up said, that way. When she it? said blacks are weeds, okay? Mm-hmm. Whenever 85% of Planned Parenthoods are within walking distance of an urban black community, yep. Yep. it's targeted, yep. okay? Mm-hmm. And then and then whoever the person was that just donated $275 million to Planned Parenthood, I mean, that is the most racist act you can be engaged in. So, so if it's your religious conviction, sister, stand and deliver. Like, you sit there and you say, this is my conviction. This is my belief. And I'm going to say it. Don't go, I don't know. You sound like Kamala Harris. And nobody wants to sound like Kamala Harris. Literally no one. Joe Biden sounds smarter than yeah. Kamala yeah. Harris these days. Kamala Harris doesn't so, sound like Kamala so Harris. So Katanji, which I'm starting to grow on that name. I kind of like that name. Say what you believe. Yeah. Well, well, That's the, all I'm asking. There is an upside to this. So I always have to read the long, drawn-out opinion pieces after they make a ruling. Yeah. There'll be all these like really thought out long ones from, you know, like, you know, uh, all the greats, Clarence Thomas, all the rest. Then when we get to her, three words. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Amy Coney Barrett had a notepad in front of her and they were like, what's written on there? She goes, um, <laughs> and I mean, she was giving these great answers, yeah. right? Not a single note in front of her. I mean, it, it is very interesting, too, to just see her say, I don't know to everything, as if you have to be an expert uh, on all of these matters in order to give a qualified opinion. It's like, well, then I guess you don't belong on the court at all, because uh, are you a farmer? You Then you probably shouldn't rule on anything having to do with farming. Are you a banker? Then I guess you don't need to be ruling on anything within the financial sector on any sort of cases right. that come up. It's it, like, what the hell are you expect? Like, you need to have an opinion, and you need to share that opinion with people. Her job is to give an opinion on how to interpret the Constitution of the United States. So you can't just, these are issues that will be brought right. to the Supreme Court. You can't just be expected to get by with, oh, I just don't have an opinion on that. Yeah. That's literally your job. Right. That's literally your job. You had but one you, job. But I tell you what, but I tell you what uh, I, she doesn't have to, because the main issues for me, I already know she's a leftist, right? She, she's signaling to that. She doesn't want to piss them off. The main issues are the pedophilia, or not the pedophilia, or, or the well, uh, child we, porn. Child yeah, pedophilia. child porn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's stuff like that, how she rules on stuff like that. Uh, she's CRT. She's on a board yes. of a school, and yes. she's claiming to not even know about the main proponents of CRT who wrote it and all that stuff, which is a bold-faced lie. Mm-hmm. We know she's lying about that. Yeah. Those are some of the big issues. And if Republicans had any balls at all, look what they did to Kavanaugh. They were running yes. around calling him a rapist. Yep. Republicans, call her a pedophile. Just do it. Just I mean, do it. At, at minimum, yeah. at Just minimum, a groomer or a, you know an advocate of child porn. Why are, yes. why are they not? Because, they should be. Because they are stuck in this dumbass notion that they can, they're, they're, if, as long as they remain morally superior, they're going to have the high ground, right? Oh, well, we can't stoop to their level. We have to constantly be better than them. Where the hell has that gotten And you? ridiculous because Republicans are, wi- conservatives are winning the culture battle on these very same I issues. I know. They're and winning they, it, but they, they don't refu- want to do it. <laughs> right. They refuse to push forward. There was like, what was it, some internal uh, message memo or whatever that circulated within the Republican Party that they said, like, now we need to, we don't need to do what the left did. We oh need to God. be nice. We need to make sure that we don't. No. Like, no. why? That was the ride of the past. That needs to go. I know. That needs to go. Disappear. If Trump taught us anything, anything, if you took one takeaway from that, it should be fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to uh, thank our sponsor, Omega XL. Uh, So if you have reached the age where just 
everything's in pain, or you uh, you pull something by doing the uh, exerting task of sleeping. I don't know, whatever the cause may be of your pain, the underlying cause is likely inflammation, and you have to defeat the inflammation uh, or else it can p- cause permanent damage. You don't want that. You gotta try Omega XL. It is backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it's going to actually get to the root cause of the problem, which is the inflammation that is causing your pain. A lot of you out there, if you live in pain, uh, you may be taking you know some sort of anti inflammatory that's going to be temporary. You may have some sort of topical rub that you're rubbing on there and it feels great for 10 minutes. Uh, It feels cold and then it feels warm and you're like, this is great. And then you're in pain again. Don't do that. You've got to try Omega XL. It is going to neutralize that inflammation. Uh, So look, if you are in pain, let me just tell you, I understand it's going to, it's affecting every facet of your life. It doesn't have to be this way, okay? You got to try Omega XL. Order it now and get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. You know, it's interesting because we were just talking about uh, the Republicans just somehow being stuck in this weird uh, place where they think that if they just keep the moral high ground and don't stoop to the left's level and don't fight fire with fire that they are actually going to gain some sort of traction. Um, I want to get your take, gentlemen, on this particular story. So right, you guys drive, right? We have to drive to go places. Jason, I know you're like a, a biker now. And all that. <laughs> He's like sons of anarchy and stuff. But you still, I mean, your bike is not electric. It, in fact, runs on gas. So you guys are no stranger to how high the gas prices are getting. Everyone's feeling it. Just remember, all electric cars still run on, on fuel. Yes. O- on, on oil and gas. On gas, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ultimately, that's what they run on. Los Angeles is like $6 per gallon. Um, I, this is, everyone's feeling it. Like I said, obviously, there are certain places in the country that it is worse. But everyone, every time you go to the pump, is like, crap like and it just keeps do you watch it you just keep watching it just keep going up and i'm like twice on my truck on your truck yeah because it it limits out between 85 or 95 depending on the pump and then i have to it it, that's the other day i filled up i had about an eighth of a tank in diesel fuel and it it was over 100 it was 145 (laughs) dollars to fill up a truck jeez no golly so so in that moment you're at the gas station and you're like i Thanks a lot, Joe, you know, and you're like silently or not so silently cursing uh, the Biden administration as you fill up your tank. Well, the uh, GOP is apparently launching a voter registration drive at gas stations. That's what I'm like. I kind of I kind of like it. I'm kind of digging it. Uh, So they're launching this targeting gas stations nationwide. Uh, They held voter registration drives at gas stations in Arizona over the weekend, and they're expanding to other states, including California, Colorado, Florida, Iowa, Michigan, uh, and a a bunch of others, Texas, Wisconsin. Um, And, you know, it's like a lot of times I give the Republicans a lot of credit uh, for never failing to mess something up if there is something to mess up. Here it'll be interesting to see if they gain some traction because I think it's that's that's not that's very creative. I gotta hand it to them. It's very creative. People are there. They're pissed. They've just gotten done paying it. Why not just be there? 
Yeah, hit, hit, I mean, that, that's the things that they really should be hitting on is yeah. you know, the economy, things like that. Things that, I mean, only 30% of independents are supporting Joe Biden right now. This is a big, big <laughs> reason a, why. Yeah. What was it? Bloomberg came out with the report about all the things they want you to do, like don't take your dog to get chemotherapy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eat lentils uh, instead eat of lentils meat. Eat lentils and don't buy in bulk. Now, don't buy bulk lentils. Eat the lentils. <laughs> don't buy bulk lentils. Uh, you know, avoid all these different things. We're not Venezuela here. I mean, these these issues, <laughs> I mean, they're trying to pass this off like, it's okay. Don't get your yeah. hair cut. Well, they, they, yeah, they keep trying to lower your expectations so you won't yeah. be mad. Don't That's what they did with, the, get your manicures. with the supply chain crisis. Okay. First of all, well, that, that's not was, happening. She's ready to cut me. She's First ready to cut of all, me. that's not happening. I was already as like way too pissed when they shut my nail salon down. And I, you know what? I won't get into it. I I'll, remember I'll, that. Right? <laughs> I was like, I was already due. And now I have to peel my nail, all of it off of my nails because they look like cra- it was horrible. It was, it was so a very, fu- it was a traumatizing. It, it did look bad. The, <laughs> it was so funny whenever, it was so funny when I said that and I could see her like want to stay professional and then really just go all basic. <laughs> In the basic one. <laughs> I don't even remember the point I was trying to make. Oh, you're talking about something. Um, can, I, can I make, just, just to like look at what's coming though. This is going to get a lot worse. There was a Bad, st- story bro. that came out yeah. today that the administration or Congress is thinking about adding in, similar to the COVID stimulus, like a fuel price stimulus to where they give us every household or taxpayer $100 a month to help pay for gas. No. Um, which in that case, if you own a truck, what, that's, that, that'll cover one week's gas or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yeah, look, I mean, I drive, the way I, he drives. I drive a lot. Yeah. I'm on the road a lot. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but it's ridiculous, though, because... No help. They don't even understand what... I don't even, I, I, at this point, I don't know if they don't understand what they're doing or they're doing it anyway in order to crash the system, the fuel, you know, the fossil fuel system yeah. for good. You, but what that will do is injecting more cash, printing more cash, injecting it in the system will raise inflation, which will raise prices which will make it even worse. So when I'm connecting the dots here and looking at this, then you wonder what's after that. Mm-hmm. Well, after that, it's price controls. Mm-hmm. So it's right. back to the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a lot of people watching now that remember that or at least have read, read stories about that. That basically what it creates is artificial um, shortages. So what would happen in the 70s, they did price controls because high prices. Um, gas stations were like, well, we'll just stay open three hours because it's a mad rush and we want to limit you know, how many people we pay. So they would stay open for like three hours a day. Well, what that did was tell the oil companies, well, we're just not going to pump as much oil then because it's a waste. Hmm. So it created an artificial shortage, again, raising the price of gas. So everything they're doing right now is counter to what they should be doing, hmm. which they know the, the stats. So it makes me wonder, that's what they ultimately want. They want to crash the oil and gas industry. They I'm, want to do it. I'm actually shocked right. that you are wondering that. I feel like they've said enough of the quiet parts out loud that we already know that. I well, mean, you it's, have it's, them, they're, they're literally saying we are in a, what are they saying, a transitory? We're in like a, a, a transitory, we're in a, a transformation. Like they're, they're basically saying... Yeah. Look. So if you remember a couple of months ago, you're right. We're in that time. It's going to hurt for right now, but we've got to make a transition. It it was a transitory inflation. There was a COVID inflation. Now it's a Putin inflation. But But they're saying we're in a transition phase with oil and gas. If you go back a couple of months ago, what Jen Psaki said was the Biden administration plans for an economic transition, a fundamental change Mm -hmm. of economics in America. So, again, whether it's Great Reset, whatever name you want to give it, MMT, the... Uh, ESG scores, all these things. Uh, listen, they want to be able to put you in lockdown. So, so they want to control you. 
you get you say something wrong on Facebook, you get a three-day suspension, seven-day, 30-day, or indefinite suspension, right? They want to do that to your life. They want to be able to say, okay, we can turn your car off, we can turn your power off, we can turn your bank account off, we can turn your food supply off, we can turn you off if we get you chipped. I mean, they're saying all this stuff that yeah. it's like, at what point in time do we wake up and go... Alex Jones was right. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Yeah, I w- can, can I point out to get even nerdier on this? This uh-huh. is how you know. Can that you get nerdier? Yeah, I, I can press <laughs> the boundaries. Do not don't. Chat. The, the answer is always yes. <laughs> and the farm bill. I'm going at it. Um, this is how you know that there's something you know weird afoot. So I'm just going to uh, semi quote Thomas Sowell. He was like he was saying the the way to address rising gas prices and not mm-hmm. go to price controls was to let the prices go up. Go ahead and let them. Let them. Let the, uh, gas, uh, um, the, the, the uh, gas stations continue to raise the prices. That will then incentivize the oil companies right. to produce more oil. That will drive the cost down. So, I mean, so that, that, yeah. that's, what, that's what does it. But at the same time, the Biden administration is restricting the gas companies mm-hmm. from producing oil. So if they do price controls, they're already screwing with that half of the economic principle, which means they want it to crash. So yeah. if you hear anything beyond that, then that's what I believe. I believe sure, they're doing it. To your in, point, in, I got an old, old guy who's old. He'd been in the oil field for 60 years, right, out in West Texas. And he said, it sounds strange, but it's to your point. He says, the cure for low gas prices is low gas prices, and the cure for high gas prices is high gas prices. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That's what drives that market. You know what's amazing? So I, I quoted like a, you know, a world-renowned scholar, economic scholar. That was his take on it. You have just a guy that works the oil pumps, exact same, same thing. theory, but just said a different way. Yeah. It's that truth is truth. It's, it's the way it works. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether it is in, in, the, in the halls of academia where you're sorting these things out from an econom- economic prowess of a Thomas Sowell or somebody that just sat there and watched it on a practical level with his feet in the dirt and his hands in the grease, they get it, yeah. right? Yeah. But you have these talking heads out there that don't know anything mm-hmm. trying to control this thing. I mean, you know, again, um, I've been on an airplane. I can't define an airplane because I'm not a pilot but, <laughs> or an engineer. But, like, you gave the controls to an idiot. Yeah. And, and two idiots, really. I mean, Kamala Harris has been my newest mental fetish, I guess, because she's high. She's got to be high. She's on something. They're keeping, just keeping her drugged. Nobody's that stupid. And let me tell you, this Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson, is that her name? Yeah. And Kamala Harris both, they're perfect living, breathing examples of why affirmative action are bad freaking ideas. (laughs) They're both recipients of affirmative action, and and both of them got into law school because of it. They're bad ideas. But again, whatever, it's all about how we feel. Yeah. All right. Uh, We've got more to come. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. ESPN is uh, standing in support of their fellow, I guess, employees over at Disney, expressing support for their LGBT movement and walkout that the Disney and Pixar employees staged this week. ESPN, they released a statement. They're saying, you know, we believe in inclusivity and denounce legislation and actions across the United States that infringe on any human rights. We stand with our LGBT colleagues, friends, families, and fans. And it wasn't just a statement. Uh, there were some commentators at a women's basketball game, NCAA women's basketball game, who held it a very serious 
moment of silence, which I'm sure all two fans who were watching saw and participated in. Here's that. Courtney Lyle, Carolyn Peck. Now, normally at this time, we would take a look back at the first half, but there are things bigger than basketball that need to be addressed at this time. Our friends, our family, our coworkers, the players and coaches in our community are hurting right now. And at what? 3 o'clock, about eight minutes ago, our LGBTQIA plus teammates at Disney asked for our solidarity and support, including our company's support, in opposition to the parental rights in education bill in the state of Florida. And similar legislature across the United States. And a threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights. And at this time, Courtney and I, we're going to take a pause from our broadcast to show our love and support for our friends, our families, and our colleagues. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's do that's doing something, guys. That is really doing something. Isn't it ironic that they're doing this at a women's basketball game? At a women's, it's like this I is a. De- wi- I can't define who was playing basketball. Right, yeah, this is yeah. a, a women's basketball game where Are they're you saying. A biologist? Our community is hurting right now. You know, the the players and it's like, yeah, the players are being hurt by men coming in and stealing their freaking titles and spots. That's how that's how women are being hurt right now. You're literally commentating on a woman's basketball game. And uh, but the moment of silence. Unearned moral authority. That's what I'm calling this. I love that. Unearned moral authority. Going forward, these people like this who want to step in, they have no skin in the game whatsoever. But they want to step up and, and they want to virtue signal mm-hmm. with their wokeness and be like something way more important right now. You know what's not <laughs> in the not don't say gay bill? You know what's in it? The word gay. Yeah. Like The word gay is never in there. So we can beat this dead horse. Mm-hmm. But this unearned moral authority that we're going to sit here and we're going to look down at all of you peons from our nest on high here at ESPN. We're an- you're announcing women's crappy <laughs> basketball like i'm ready for bron bron to put on a wig <laughs> and start getting some hormone therapy so women's basketball could get interesting yeah uh like maybe that's where the dudes need never mind it well it I is got a song coming out about it. i want to be a woman and compete <laughs> it is it is funny because oh my gosh this guy it, i mean i no one knew who these two ladies were and i bet they still got don't. more views i watched the clip but, they, but i still don't but they got more views you know they got more views on this clip going viral for all the wrong reasons than they've ever gotten on any of the games that they've been commentating on i want to say to our a b c d e f g h i j plus i was thinking the same thing it just keeps getting longer and longer it's hilarious i know during the break we were jason's like wait What's the I? Wait. You need, a gloss- you need a glossary at this point. Uh, you and, needed a glossary like five years ago. Yeah. Now it's just you need an encyclopedia. I, I, I was again. How <laughs> yes. do you define yes. any of that? How like okay okay you're gay. All right, so you're gay. Whoop whoop a doo. You're right. gay. Yeah. Uh, but now like. You gotta, you gotta define all of them, or somebody's gonna feel left out of this whole thing. How can you define any of it? You're not a sexologist. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> well, what about because A is asexual, right? I don't know. That's what I was told. If okay, so if A is asexual, if what you're is asexual, that? I want to try it. Well, so if you're asexual, what do you care? Is that not having sex? I think so. No, I, I don't want to try it, that. You're, you're just not interested in it. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I'm totally interested. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I just keep going back to it. I, I don't understand why there's still the movement. What is there to fight? Like, uh, there's all... What, what there's rights? rights are human rights, Jason. But what rights are they being denied? We're talking about kindergarten. I, you're right, because we're talking about kindergarten to three-year-olds. Let's go back to this, this law in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Fundamentally, this that's what it's about. Yes. It's about kindergarten through third grade. Mm. You know, I, we played a clip on my show, or you'll see it tonight, on my show, where they're doing a pride parade in an Austin yep. elementary school yep. where the kids are holding the flags and the posters and the whole thing. Why? Would you have a straight sex parade with children? In, a, in an elementary school where they run down the, those, the halls holding Hustler magazines or penthouse or whatever. Well, I'd like to have a heterosexual parade now. <laughs> I mean, we, let, I mean what, why are we... Sounds like why, a good time. Why are we <laughs> dealing with children and their sexuality? Because, again, it's an indoctrination thing. Yeah. I get it. You want people to... Uh, uh, the, the script says you want people to be accepting of one another. All right? I don't know that people aren't, by and large, accepting of other human beings. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, so much. We don't have time for me to get into yeah, it. You, no, no, you're, you're, you're right. You're never. So if there's still a movement to ensure that everyone is accepted on every level, that's ridiculous. That's never going to happen. <coughs> what I'm concerned, especially as a libertarian, is that everyone is protected under the law equally. Right. Which right. they are. Right. Right. So, 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 okay, so we caught a bunch of uh, over Dave Rubin and David, Dave and David. And their adoption, you know, the whole up thing. And everybody's like, oh, you know, how can y'all be conservatives and con- congratulate these two men and their relationship and baby? <laughs> but they had the freedom to do it. They had the right to do it. They had the opportunity to do it, and they did it, right? So they weren't being discriminated against on the basis of their sexuality or the nature of their relationship or their marriage, okay? So, so regardless of what you come at us with, I don't care, um, that, that's... Look, they're my friends. I love them dearly. Their life choices have never been a prerequisite for my friendship or my love of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've done a lot of things in my life that they probably wouldn't approve of either. And y'all don't either. So thank God y'all aren't God. Uh, So... But my thing there is they, they, the rights were there. What rights, what opportunity are you missing out on? What kindergarten through third grader is dealing with sexuality issues that they're being discriminated against? Right. And, pre- and pre-programming morality and acceptance into other people is not the school system's job. Right. It's not. That is That's the, the whole social-emotional right. learning thing, right. which right. is right there, in my opinion, on par with CRT. CRT, yeah. Right. yeah exactly. Yeah, but th- that's the parent's job. And that's what, we're, that's what they're talking about there, is that is way too young to be teaching these types of things to people. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, to kids. I mean, it's, it's, it actually doesn't go far enough. It shouldn't be taught in schools, period. I, I mean, is there reading, writing, arithmetic, acceptance of other minority groups that you may not know about mm-hmm. or may consider being in the future or I don't whatever? Know. I mean, that's, I'm that's, not a biologist. that's not part of it. I mean... Uh, I would just like to point out, as we're having this conversation, breaking news. I cannot believe I'm hearing this from the Biden administration uh, or the Biden uh, timeline. The U.S. Army, they have a new fitness test that does have different standards for men and women. I think that's right. I quit. I'm done with society. I can't. I thought we were all the same. I thought we were all the same. How can you define men and women? The (laughs) Army... It's not a bunch of biologists. That's true. And, and, and that's that, true. And that goes to women in combat, too. Yes. Which, so that's, that, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> personally, if, if, if a woman wants to go on the front lines and be an infantryman in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. if, she, if she can handle the same, you know, physical standards, 
whatever. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go for it. There, there, there's going to be some issues when you get out there, and I won't well, go through lowered, all of them right now. Well, they've lowered it for women. But th- that's, that's totally so, okay. But it's like, but wait, I thought you guys just got done making the argument that we're all the same, and there's no differences, no biological differences. Men don't have the advantage. So why are you lowering so the test when, for the women? The mayor of New York comes out the other day and makes that obligatory statement that nobody asked him about, about women playing, you know, I want women to play Major League Baseball. Okay, there's no rule against women playing Major League Baseball. Okay, just talking about the end of the negotiations between the Mm. players' union and the it's so and the league. So they're going to have baseball. You're like, well, we need to have women in. in, Nobody asks you, dummy. (laughs) And and so, but there's never been a rule. Any woman can compete in professional sports. It's not men only. If you're good enough, you can be signed, drafted. You can be. You can. Compete. Do you, do you think if a woman can throw 100 miles per hour, they're like, well, no. She's like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, come on, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, you can throw a cut, you throw, you throw a cut fastball. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, you're cranking it 408 feet. Okay. I'm down. I want to watch this. Yeah. And better to look at than dudes yeah, running way around the better. <laughs> I, I, like, I, let's face it. Women go to these they go to baseball games because they see dudes in polyester pants, and these these are a physical specimen. My, my I'm okay with that. I like I'm okay with watching girls wear the same thing. My wife all the Put time. Every time we watch an NFL game, she goes, "Oh my gosh, you know those white pants." you can almost see their entire butt. Yeah. I'm like, what are you? Are you watching yeah. the same game? I'm not noticing any of this stuff. Yeah. Trust me, women are they 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 glued in. Like, yeah. So, uh, but th- there's no rule against that, right? So yeah. let them play. Yeah. Let them play. They're just, but again, they're not going to have the physical standards to be able to, to do that. Right. But see, again, by that same logic, by that same logic that the Army just instituted, then you should have a lower standard for professional, like major league girls playing baseball. Right. Right. Versus, right. So, so that means it's going to be like the old collegiate intramural softball yeah. games where, okay, y'all got a team, but you got to have at least two girls right. on the field at all times. Well, that's BS. That ain't playing ball. Yeah. You, you're dumbing it down so, for participation's sake. But again, we're living in a participation trophy society where that everything has to be dumbed down. Yeah, amen. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. We're talking about the what's going on in Florida. Ron DeSantis making moves. Uh, he actually just signed a bill yesterday that will require high schoolers to take a financial literacy and money management course in order to earn a standard high school diploma. This is going to be a requirement that's applicable to students who start the ninth grade during the 2023-24 school year. And uh, the course is going to cover issues such as credit scores, calculating federal income taxes, checkbook balancing, and more. So at the same time that he is saying um, parents don't want us trying to indoctrinate their children into whatever sexual preference you have, doesn't really matter what it is, we shouldn't be teaching children that. At the same time he's saying that, He's also saying, you know what we should be teaching children is how to manage their money, which I'm all for. Your thoughts? I'm thankful that you got a governor, at least in Florida, who's willing to step in and say, I'm going to do what, whether you like me or not, I'm going to do what's in the best interest of our citizens so that they can live a practical and successful life. And our children, specifically. Where, where are the rest of these governors around the country, these so-called conservative governors, hint, hint, Texas, that is going to step up and say, okay, we're going to be proactive in making sure that this next generation has a chance to succeed. Ron DeSantis is, is operating with common sense. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it goes so much further to me also, like, because a lot of what the left believes and what, like, the kids that grew up on the current education system believe in, they believe on a fantasy land of what the government really is or what's <clears> actually possible. So, it go, and take it out down to the basic level. I mean, in, if you learn how to balance a budget at a, at a small level, you also understand how, why it's important to do it. Right. Right. From the, like a government yes, level. Yeah. And you also understand, like, I mean, I, we've done this before, I think, on Glenn Show, where, you know, you, you make the analogy of, look, if I make a certain amount of money, I spend, you know, hundreds of thousands on my credit cards, but I only make 50000 a year. Right. What does that mean? <laughs> Me being in that default, that deficit, what does that mean? That's exactly how the federal government runs right now. Mm-hmm. But then they, people don't understand that. They're like, no, spend more money, spend more money. Yeah, a $2 trillion for whatever. Yeah, just do it. No big deal. Yeah. We don't understand basic economic principles right now, but it starts at that very low level that you can teach in grade school, even middle school, elementary school, yeah. or high school. Uh, Chat, you mentioned the red states and Republican governors just like not measuring up at all to Ron DeSantis. We covered this on the program yesterday. The Republican governor of Utah vetoed a bill that was passed by the state legislature that was banning transgender athletes from participating in women's sports. Um, he said, well, there's there's a problem with the financial impact and uh, limited application of the bill. Well, the uh, lawmakers say that they actually have enough votes to override the governor's veto. Good. How sad is that, though, that they have to? Right. You have, I mean, you have Utah, a Republican governor in Utah, and he's concerned that the bill, well, it's, it's too broad. It's like, no, it's not too broad. It's just very simple. Mm-hmm. Men shouldn't be participating in women's sports. That's, it, it's broad because it's just a very broad, simple concept. There's only, there's only one GOP political figure in the country right now that is not just talking about doing things, but is actually leading by example. Yeah. Every single Republican governor is just following whatever DeSantis does. Mm-hmm. He'll do something, they'll wait for it, mm-hmm. see if it gets see passed. See if there's fallout. See if yep. Yep. Then they're like, oh, okay. Then, then yeah. they jump in like yep. little pansies. Yep. Um, he really is he's the only GOP figure right now that's doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, he's the clear choice for the next presidential election. The far away, he's running away with it. He's doing something about it. So Eric July makes the argument that you don't want him in the White House, you want him to stay in Florida to keep Florida free so that there's some sort of refuge when everything goes to crap everywhere else. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm like, I understand, but still. No, no. I, and again, I, I, I understand where Eric's coming from yeah. in that deal, but I would rather the United States be that refuge. Right, I was about to say right. The same thing. Right, yeah. and not just Florida. Yeah, because he says, well, the president's power is limited. It's like, yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's not right now. They're abusing their power left and right, signing ex- executive orders. Well, so everybody, theory, theoretically, yes. every right. power is limited. In theory. But is it? Right, right. Right? Yeah. You keep driving this thing in the ground. Look, we're, we're in an unprecedented, I hate that phrase, time that we, we're, we're seeing this unsubstantiated, illogical. I, I've said this for the last three or four years I've been on the, in a member of the Blaze family. This house of cards that is going to fall down at the least little breath that comes on it, this woke ideology of feelings and, you know, just kind of my truth stuff, that you can't build on that. We're imploding. The more we see that, we're going to see, you call it a red wave, whatever you want to call it, but we're going to see, I hope, dear God, I hope, in these midterm elections, that people are going to say, no, we can't continue down this same path. This is illogical. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. 
And we're, we're, we're really fostering bad ideology that we're turning into policy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Really? I would never underestimate the Republicans' ability to Hey, listen, uh, I know we, this is a part of the program where we always ask you to go um, subscribe to the audio podcast and leave us a review, and uh, you may see the review read on the show, but I just wanted to take an extra moment to thank all of you loyal YouTube subscribers, watchers. I know there are a lot of you out there who you're just there every single day. Um, I think there's like a race to see who's the first person in the chat. Uh, Dale, Gerald Krennic, Robert Jones, the Fact Pack, they are, which of course is a Chad Prather My people. group. And can I and say, I, I'm so I, fortunate to, to have them also. And I want to give a shout out to Gerald Krennic, who had a, who suffered a loss over this last week and his family. And uh, God bless you, buddy. It's tragic loss. Um, I, well, we, we love all of you guys and, um, we appreciate you guys being such loyal, uh, viewers and, uh, we're just really, really glad that you're here. So just wanted to give a, a, a shout out to them and, uh, look, in addition to YouTube and watching it on YouTube, I would just like to remind you guys, our time on YouTube is very limited. We don't know when we will get pulled off. I may have a story about that that I'm able to share very soon. But for now, if you have not subscribed yet to The Blaze, uh, think about going there. You can use promo code NEWS and save an extra $10 when you sign up. That's blazetv.com. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.